segues back into that tweet, so to speak. You know what I mean? Oh, what's the original tweet? The original tweet was a uh, black man deal with trauma by trying to get rich. Mm, so that's why you became licensed? No, nah, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm out. So what I'm saying is it segues back in because I've kind of always had like a wealth consciousness, so to speak. I've been lic- licensed since I was 19, Jeez. 24. Sheesh. Yeah, so I've been there. Man, you like 24? Yeah. Make it feel good. Yeah, no. Damn, I remember 24. Oh, that was good. Yeah, brother. (laughs) Still young. (laughs) Oh, man. But, um, yeah, so why do you think that black men, expound on that a bit, why do you think black men deal with trauma about trying to get rich? Or is that just something that black men do or something that men do in general? Or people? I think it's... um, well, when I, when I made the tweet, it wasn't like out of a place of singling a, a mm-hmm. group of people out. Mm-hmm. It really came from self-reflection. Like I was really just thinking about myself and like obstacles that I've overcome and how I kind of combated them, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, damn, like black men deal with trauma by trying to get rich. But what really like did it for me or put the ice on the cake, so to speak, I listened to a lot of uh, Future, I listened to a lot of uh, Meek, a lot of damn Jay-Z. Okay, yeah, Jay-Z. Yeah. All right, never mind, never mind. You good. So, you know what I'm saying? Just like listening to the music, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of beating it in my head. Like, it was just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just seemed like a universal thing. So Because they from the hood. Yeah. And they rapping about, yeah. essentially, money, it yeah, clothes. Yeah. That's how you make know, expensive shit. But I think that's the... If damn. You, that is. Not that you put it that way. That's dope. That's just... Yeah. Yeah. I see it. That's the iffy and tricky part, because that's all our culture sees. So, like, exactly. how are we supposed to know to do anything else? Like, even if we wanted to deal with trauma another way, how are we supposed to find out the other way? If nothing or nobody around us is showing us another way. What do you think is the way? Bruh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'll be dealing with my own stuff. But, but how do you deal with it? I mean, um, how do you deal with your trauma? 
Like, come back to me. Let me think about it. Let me <laughs> nah, think about it. About you did. You did. I mean, I can answer, but I don't want to sit here for like two minutes thinking yeah. about it. But like, but um, I avoid it. I find other stuff to uh, balance it out. So say like my trauma is not being good at, this is going to be a completely random example, not being good at baseball, right? So I'm going to just be good at basketball so nobody's even going to think about my downfall in baseball. But that's my example. Like I find other stuff to compensate for the traumas or the insecurities that I deal with. I just knew you were going to say not being good at basketball. <laughs> no, I'm nice. <laughs> I'm going to never put that out in the universe. <laughs> so, but no, I, I, I think that's the answer. I find other stuff to compensate for it. Yeah. Um, but the tricky part with me is when that compensation don't work. So now you got to face it. I still haven't figured out how to face it in those times. Like, so again, it's like, all right, I'm so nice at basketball. Nobody's thinking about me playing baseball with just one day, somebody with a ball in the bat, like, dang, I got to go up there. Now I'm trying to find excuses, run for me. I'm like, damn, I'm about to be exposed. It's like, all you got to do is try it. All you got to do is like face it head on. And you never know what can happen because nine times out of 10, those traumas or those insecurities come from an old place or a place of just not being sure. And mm-hmm. if you try things, then you can realize that, okay, you have no reason to think that way or you did, now you can build on it and grow. Like, don't be afraid to grow and try things, so. You know a lot of ways with that, but I want to give you opportunity. Mm-hmm. I feel like, for me, like you said one thing, we was like, you know, we, we kind of mask our insecurities by trying to be great in other areas, mm-hmm. right? And me personally, like I face my insecurities head on, and I feel like I'm a very rare dude in that in that regard. Just because I feel like my insecurities are true and unique to me, you know. I feel like my insecurities are a way or a means of me to to find some sort of growth, so to speak. I know a lot of people who who deal with insecurities about themselves by trying to like mask them with clothes. You know, trying to have like a lot of women, if I'm speaking on dudes, perhaps, um, of course, like money and stuff. But whatever I'm insecure about within myself, like I can, regardless of what I accumulate or what I attain, it's still going to be there at the foundation yeah. root if I don't tackle it head Yeah, if I don't tackle it head on. So I'm just, I've never been a confrontational person when it comes to other people, but I've never been the type of person to shy away from what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess you would say I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm going through, like I'm gonna address it head on. So in that regard, you know, um, man, I just gotta be, you know, I, I, I just deal with my shit as, as it comes to me, you know it, what I'm saying? Is that just how you're wired or you saw somebody else like that or somebody taught you that? No, I'll definitely say um, I'm wired this way, but I got it from my dad. You know, my dad okay. didn't necessarily teach me this. It's just <clears throat> kind of through observation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My dad is my dad is an alpha male. His sons are alpha males. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so you got br- brothers, older brothers? Or so I'm the oldest. Okay. Um, I have three younger siblings. Okay, okay. Three okay. younger brothers. Okay. And one uh, young Sister, excuse me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think about that for a second. What's your thoughts, brother? I'll let you hear. For me, um, like you, I think I'm still determining which traumas affect me and how to confront them. So, like, I think the biggest thing is my relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was a, and I was telling the story to my dad, but. You know, that's what made me think about it is when I was young, 
like my mom, my parents got divorced, but my dad, I would probably see him maybe twice, three times a year at times. Mm-hmm. So once I started to become like that middle school age and you start to really, yeah. you know, look for your dad, want to be around your dad, I didn't have that from my dad. I had my stepdad. Yeah. But I wanted it from my dad. So I remember like What was that was that because he was like, I don't mean because you're off, but was that because you knew the difference between the stepdad and dad or like what yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like my stepdad loved him. Yeah. Appreciate everything he did. But Never was gonna be my dad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, um, and I was playing sports at the time. I was playing baseball, and look at there. But I was really good at baseball. My dad played baseball in college, mm-hmm. so that was something we really bonded over. Yeah. But when I felt like I needed him to push me and you know be there, he wasn't. So then I went to basketball because mm-hmm. it was easier. All my yeah. friends in the neighborhood I don't have to. You know what I'm saying. I don't need a, a, a male well, figure yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to push me to do it. So when I was younger, the way I dealt with that was journaling. And my mom found my journal one time. And you know, you know, you know, yeah, you ever get mad. Mom's nosy. Yeah. But you ever get mad at your parents? Like, I hate them bullshit. I remember one time I ran outside just trying to say every cuss word. Right. <laughs> but I would No, when I went back inside, I ain't say a word. I would get mad at my stepdad. I'd be like, bro, don't touch me. Like, you're not my dad. Like, I was starting to get combative. Yeah, yeah. So my mom was like, she checked me. And was like, you have some things that you are dealing with with your dad. You need to let him know. So I wrote him a letter and told him how I felt. Mm-hmm. But we have never had the conversation about it. Oh, so like to the, he never acknowledged it? Never. Have you ever brought it up? No. Would you want to? Like, but but that's the thing. Did you feel the same? Like, totally. I mean, it's still the foundation of it. Maybe. Yeah. Like, there's still something there that's missing between. There's a there's a wall built up between mm-hmm. me and my father. Yeah. yeah Love him. Yeah. But I don't think he knows me on the way that mm-hmm. my mother and my sister. Yeah. So, Absolutely not. Y'all y'all in the same household. So. Yeah. And as I get older and he gets older, I don't want to now live with that regret. If something happens, like, man, I never really got to know my dad and we never really had that. But do you think that's on you to sort of, because like, you can't force him to do that. Like, yeah, so like, are you driving yourself crazy trying to do it? Or are you like, I'm going to try my end, but he got reciprocated? Or how are you <laughs> to do it? I'm to the point now where I'm becoming strong enough to be that uncomfortable with confronting the situation. That's powerful. But I'm not there yet. But I aspire to get to that point because I don't want to live with the regret of, you know, just it being the way it is. You know what I'm saying? So I still haven't got there yet. And I don't know how I will. I I guess just time. But now this makes me wonder something. Me and you both said that we struggle with it in figuring out how to deal with it. He said he faces it head on. Yeah. He's younger. <laughs> so I wonder, and this is respectfully, so I wonder if one, he just got a leg up, and I don't mean that like, oh, he's ahead of us, or now he's just him. Yeah. Or if when he gets older, he may realize that I didn't have a handle on it like I thought. So I'm wondering. I'm wondering. So I'm, I'm curious, like, when just life plays out, um, I just know for me personally, I'm learning more every single day, every single day. Um, I'm in a new employment situation. And what that has taught me is 
truly, you know how they say you got to travel, see places, do things. It's literally taught me like, you only know what you're exposed to. So you can talk about this, you can talk about that all day, but until you go over there, you ain't gonna have no idea about what's happening over there. It can expose you to a whole new light, a whole new scenery, a whole new light. Like you never know. And um, I just think that's like so unique, like the simplest things of like having somebody properly onboard me. Like I didn't know people did that. I didn't know companies really did that. You know what I'm saying? Like something as simple as that. I, I guess you can equate it to like a relationship, you know, being in a tough situation and then getting in like a happy one like. Yeah, we actually don't got to argue every day. I don't know how to do this. Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like, but you don't know how it is. Or like, you don't know that you don't got to go through your significant other's phone or whatever the case may be. Like, you don't know until you try. So I just think that's um, unique. Like, it's a lot of life. And I think whether you got it all together or we don't, whatever it can, I think it's just important that we acknowledge that we all have insecurities and that like, they just have to I ain't gonna say they have to be faced like you gotta hit them straight on, but just in not like start somewhere and then build up to it because um this I'm about to be talking a lot because this is bringing me to a segue. Uh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> because because it's just, I don't forget what I was gonna say because it's just gonna it's gonna bring you down. I think that's what I was gonna say. It's gonna but bring me down. I, I, I was gonna say you threw me off. You threw me off. But what I was trying to get to is. <laughs> When you're dating, like and you bring in somebody else into your life, it's important to know that your partner's not going to be perfect. Yeah. So that's a crazy thing. Well, I, 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 well, I was going to get there correctly if you didn't interrupt me. Uh, but I think I—that's crazy how this is unfolding. Right. Do like, I, I was, I was driving a whole different direction, yeah. brother. My bad. First time I'm up. What you want me to do? No, I don't want to cut you off. But I'm saying, like, I had a, I had a girl that messaged me about that in regards to this tweet. Right. She was like. And this is when I started posting it like on my Instagram, like promoting it for mm-hmm. you guys. And uh, she messaged me, she said, Do you think heartbreak like constitute as a trauma? Hell yeah. I said, Hell yeah, like yeah. what? That's a yes. And I'm saying that from the regards of from the perspective of the first thing a dude wants to do after a bad breakup is either get some money or get some new, you know, some new situation yeah. going on, right? Yeah. And then I guess in reverse, I can't speak on women, but yeah. they they're trying to find a way to level up themselves too, yeah. right? But instead of dealing with it, yeah, yeah, instead of yeah. dealing with it. But for me, um, anytime I've had like a negative relationship, well, I won't say negative, a, a relationship that didn't end the way yeah. which she and I yeah. anticipated. It. Um, like I said, I just attack. And I'm gonna say yeah. attack. I'm gonna put emphasis on yeah. attack. I always attack whatever it is that I'm dealing with head on. So this tweet really came from a place of self-reflection about how I feel about myself and how I cope with not just relationships, but also personal things that I don't like society to know about me. But this is what I will say, right? In order to gain confidence with anything, you have to do hard shit. Facts. That will give you the most confidence ever, you know. And I really pride myself on overcoming a lot of uh, a lot of hard shit that I don't talk about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why they say don't take no shortcuts. It ain't no easy yeah. way. Like you can, but that ain't gonna make the best you. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's just not. So my my confidence, my aura, really stems from not me just being egotistical in the way of yeah. I feel like I'm God body. Yeah. But it's like nah. It's like the way I thought about overcoming obstacles, the way I planned it out mm-hmm. and the way I overcame those obstacles, you know, it, it gave me a, 
gave me reassurance and just self confidence within. You know what I mean? I think that's my bad. I'm gonna cut you off. But I think that's an important lesson to learn is that you can't grow being comfortable at all. So yeah, I mean, it's baby steps. You know, you can't swim. You gotta get in five feet at least and, and try to float around. <laughs> it's gonna be uncomfortable. But once you get comfortable, all right, I can move to six feet. Okay, now I can go to the lake. <laughs> That's what I did, brother. <laughs> but still, yeah, yeah. now you're growing as in yeah, yeah. you're adding a new skill. Now I'm a swimmer. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So at each level that you get to in life, I think you have to embrace some some discomfort. point of discomfort. Of and once you stop embracing that, I feel like that's when you slowly just start to wither away. That's when you start developing insecurities. When you don't know how to think for yourself, when you don't yeah. know how to do for yourself, that's when you start to become insecure about yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you're relying on others, other people's opinions, others, yeah. other, other people's validation and all that. Yeah. Um, I got a lot to say. <laughs> I want to ask you, like, when you attack things, um, how do you know when to stop attacking, like, okay, I got this on lock, or do you like, do you give your time to process, or do you like, oh, I accomplished that, I'm good. Do you actually like reflect and see if you're actually good? That's the first thing I want to say. And then when you were like, um, be confident in yourself, and I was saying like, don't rely on others. Like, I feel like at times, humans, male, female, whatever, we're so used to just existing. And you know how they say, you can't just exist, you gotta live. Part of living, is being logical and thinking, but like, what's the word, autonomous? Like, we, we just, we act, we move. So it, it's just natural, like I'm talking, it's natural. Am I technically thinking about what I'm saying? Yes, but am I doing a deep dive? So when you have this confidence in yourself, I think it's important to also deep dive and make sure it's validated, it's, it's legit. And it's not just like, oh, I overcome this, so I know I can handle this. I mean, in theory you can, but can you really? You know what I'm saying? When you, so when people are talking to themselves, make sure you talk to yourself realistically, logically, again, confidently, don't put yourself down um, because it, it's all, it all revolves around one another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to trick yourself and think you're confident in something and you really ain't good at that just because you're good at this, yeah. you're going to feel it later. Yeah. But yeah, the attacking team. Okay, so as far as attacking, right? <laughs> Transition team. So look, my man Robert Greene, he wrote the uh, 48 Laws mm-hmm. of Power. He says, he says in the 48 Laws of Power, not to go past the mark and what you aim for. So when you're talking about me attacking things, once I get to that certain point where I know I can measure my growth, that's where I'm stopping it. That's my stopping point. I, I believe there's a fine line between accumulation of riches, accumulation of wealth, and just sheer greediness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not stopping at that point in which you set out for initially. Like if I said, okay, look, I'm gonna climb to the top of this door handle over here, right? With just my straight hands. If I don't, if I stop at that point, it's like, okay, I accomplished what it was that mm-hmm. I set out to do. And that's just how I'm operating. That's how I, that's how I operate. That's how I'm wired, right? But I know dudes who not necessarily are complacent, you know, they either aim too low or they aim too high. So it's nothing for them to measure because they're not getting anything done. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that, you know, like I said, I, that's just what works for me. Like, if I have a certain dollar amount that I want to touch, like, yeah, I want to stack, you know, $20,000 in the next 30 days, right? That'll give me confidence, okay? Because I'm not just saying it like, yo, that's what I'm going to do. I'm thinking of how I'm going to do it, how I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. right? And asking yourself how, asking yourself how is the fastest way to be introduced to your other self. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
Like, whew, I'm telling you, like, I'm yeah. I'm literally the probably one of the most logical people you ever, <laughs> ever meet. I'm serious, and that's not like a. I got a no girls react to that, but great. Oh my god, let's not talk about that. You know they ain't allowed. They're not. So, oh go ahead. Let's not talk about go that. Ashley, let's talk about that. Right quick. All right, let out, let out. Yeah, get out of here. We ain't going so My bad, bro. So like I know how it is to try to have a logical conversation with a woman. Look, King, come on, brother. Yeah, fat. No, I mean, but look, I'm probably in that regard. Okay, in what regards am I logical, right? So on a Myers Briggs test, right? My personality type is ENTJ. The the ENTJ personality type is like for men, for men, for the male species of humans, it's like one point seven eight percent of the world's population, right? Mm -hmm. Which is crazy. The most notable ENTJ that we know of right now is Bill Gates. And I'm not trying to like compare myself to Bill Gates to say I'm on that type of level, but I just noticed like patterns in the way I think about yeah. things, right? The way I see the world is kind of, and I'm not to sound like a nerd, but it's kind of almost like an algorithm, right? Yeah. It's like five types of mental um, personalities out here mm -hmm. in the world, like personality types, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's kind of easy for me to identify who's who, what motivates them. You know, if I do this, their response, their reaction is going to be this. You know, that's how I think, right? Man, <laughs> in terms of me being logical, with that of the opposite sex, talk about it, man. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. To those of you listening at home, men and women alike, women do not want to hear your logic. They don't give a fuck about it. They don't care about it. Why not, man? Like, I don't get it. Emotions, if it doesn't I make, don't get it. If it doesn't make them feel or it... Yo, I had a girl legitimately... She, she'll hear this and I don't care. I had two girls do the same shit, right? Had, they had a dream about me cheating on them. I just posted something about it at the same time. No, that, no not two at the same time. Oh, two about totally that. different times. Two totally different time frames. Two totally different women. But they did the same shit. They had a dream that I cheated on them. Got mad at you. Got mad at them. I one, literally just posted about this. One of them fired up on me, at least tried to, right? I'm right. like, yo, what is, nigga, did you have like too much sugar before you went to sleep? Or like, what's the word? But women do not care about what is or what isn't. They only care about what you feel. Well, how they feel, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? So, um. That's crazy. They don't care about how we feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jeez. You know, as a man, you know, that, that burden of performance is always going to be on you, right? And, and that's not just in the performance of, like, producing. It's also, you know, empathizing with your woman, you know, and, and being sensitive enough to where she, you know, can resonate with you on an emotional level. But she, Since you brought up performance, yeah. you you uh, posted, what did you post of a man about the money thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can... Can a man keep a woman happy in a relationship if he doesn't have any money? No. No. That shouldn't even be on his mind. If he doesn't have any Facts. money, if he doesn't have any paper at all, it costs to date, okay? The OJ TK Kirkland said, if you ain't got 25000 in the bank, you shouldn't be dating. Bro, you're broke if you have... <laughs> that's, if, what, that's what he said. Listen, you're broke. That's what he said. You're broke. Oh, listen, this is what Matt Monero said. <laughs> Matt Monero says this, and I've been quoting him. He says, if you have... $50,000 liquid cash, you just got out of broke. 
So if you Facts. if you don't have fifty thousand dollars liquid cash, I'm talking about not credit cards, mm-hmm. liquid yeah, yeah, cash, yeah. you are broke. So does that mean men <laughs> shouldn't date to accumulate fifty k? I want to say fifty. Nah, nah. But nah. you you need to have some money. Yeah, you need to have six figures if you really want to date. What? If you want to live, I said fifty k. I said fifty k is yo. If you only had fifty thousand dollars, you're broke. Or if you you just out of broke, if you only have fifty thousand dollars. Like I know some, like I know some friends, man. Like I know some friends. I gotta have six figures. Jeez. First of all, if I had six figures, I'll be straight up. I'm not spending it on her like that. So all right, those are clear. Don't trick, man. Yeah, all right, long as we clear. Don't trick it off, but you know what I'm saying? Like to, to do things and experience, like yeah. comfortably. You know what I'm saying? I say six figures is, I don't think $100,000 is a lot of money. In income? Accumulated income, increment, or whatever. I mean, once you get six figures, oh, that is a different, that is a different level of life. Yeah, because they just. It depends on life you're trying to live. Yeah, you're just supposed to. Like, if I'm living this same life that I'm living now with 100K salary, I'm good. Of course. So like, <laughs> so just a report. I'm good. So are you good because you got the extra money? Uh, yeah. So I'm kind of have to worry about exactly. certain so things. That's the point. But that's not my happiness though. Oh yeah. That's so that's so that's different. I mean, the, the, I, 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 it would. So here here's my thing with that. It depends why he's broke. You know what I'm saying? If he's just lazy, now that's a fact. If man. he's lazy, he's a bum. It's different. If he fell on hard times or she got win on win, you know, maybe he's just buying a rapper and he's about to blow it. Oh, I don't know. But, but reporting, if, if he got a goal, he working towards it and he maybe don't make uh, what she make or whatever the case may be, he don't make enough to take her on two days to a month or whatever the case may be. Um, but he's working. He keeps her happy. He She got her own career. He makes sure he cook and clean. Like, do stuff for her that he can do. He contributes. You know what I'm saying? Something that money can't make a person do. So say, you know, I have all the money in this world, but I'm treating her like trash. She ain't happy. So at the end of for me, um, I think the money is an important component as far as being able to live life. Nobody wants to like not be able to live life, like do things with movies, eat and all that, or nobody wants to have to take care of somebody that's grown adult. So in that regard, yes. But as far as like the foundation of a relationship, I don't think it should be money. Because again, what COVID happens, I lose my job. Now I'm broke. You ain't happy no more? I don't. I mean, but I think we're separated now. Whereas like happiness can be the fact that you take care of her. You know what I'm saying? Which money. You you uh, treat her good, but then you also can take care of her if something happens to her financially. Mm-hmm. If that financial component goes away, you being at home and rubbing her feet every day gonna get old. She gonna be like, uh, Tony can take me to the movies. Tony can take me on the movies. Go with Tony. You know what I'm saying? That's that's another component that I'm missing. So I think, yeah, in in theory, yes, of course, you need more than money. But I think women, especially, especially women in our community, because we've been broke, majority of us have been broke our whole lives. For generations. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't want that. <laughs> so no woman is gonna want to be with a man who's broke or can't take care of. So when do you, when do you think? I feel like I got a couple questions. Well, what age do you think people should start dating? Because realistically, 
a lot of people don't got money or don't got their stuff together 18 or whatever the case may be first. And, um, well, yeah, just answer that first. Really? They and I think 25. I think um, it depends, right? Because you 25, you said, right? No, I'd be 25 in there. Okay. So, look, this I think it depends. My parents have been together since they were 17, right? Different generation. Right. So, no, 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 no. Not even, well, it is a different generation, but they're only 40. You know, so my parents had me yeah. when they were like, my parents have been together since they were 16. They had me when they were 17. Excuse me. Um, but they were broke when they, you know, like when they first started yeah. out. You know, my, my father owns like a few su- successful companies and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think it just depends on, like, if you're with a woman and you're broke, you really get to see that woman's true character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the same regards, they say when your man has everything, that's when you get to see his true character. You know what I'm saying? So I think it really just depends. If you're trying to build with somebody, I'm gonna ride with you. Yeah, I think zero to zero, like, yo, it's just me, it's just you, let's ride. Yeah, I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? You don't got nothing going for you, no one. You gotta have something going for you, whether it's money, the right mind, you gotta have something going for you. So so that's what I will say. Like you gotta have an actionable plan, you gotta have drive or ambition, you gotta show us something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Stagnant. For sure. As I as I think a woman should show a man. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that that's underrated. Like Can I have some of that? Hey, I got Can you. I, I got you, man. I got you. Yes. Like they, they they get by a lot of times because they're looked and they know. And they know and they know you up next, you up next. Cause I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, if if I ain't gonna say real niggas, if, if real dudes Ain't paying them attention just because they look when thirsty. You gonna approach them? They they know they can get a random thirsty dude to pay them attention. Instagram, exactly. Social media, like so they they good. Like they don't need to do much. So when they get a real dude to actually challenge them and be like, Nah, this 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 ain't enough. Like what? Oh, you look good. Oh, you got vagina. Okay, so is she. Like what? Like what? What is what is your point here? Like what? What are you bringing to the table? Oh, you cute. Okay, so is she. Like so, what are y'all bringing? To the table, like, cause men gotta bring everything to the table. Right. Like, we gotta have a job, we gotta have the money, we gotta have a personality, we gotta have the height, like, we gotta have everything. Like, that's why I stopped. Like, after I got out of whole phase, dating, like, constantly, I noticed that the, the women that I started to talk to, this, like, sexual part was non, like, it didn't attract me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I could be, I can hang out with a chick five, six times, never touch her. Cause you had your shit, you good. Exactly. So you're not like, what? Never touch her. And he'd be like, yo, it's so hard to beat on my bench. I'm like, nah, I just want to see what else you got besides that. <laughs> yeah. I was chilling with a girl. I was chilling with a girl not too long ago. She said that exact same thing. Like, you so hard to beat, you so hard to beat. It's because I'm not pressed for like that. Exactly. Like, yeah. Nah, let me. <laughs> All right, so back <laughs> in my day. <laughs> back in my day. So then you get them girls like, Talked about it throughout the show, um, just without saying it. Um, and you had mentioned it earlier, but 
I'm curious as of your thoughts on ego and what you think um, develops ego. I think accomplishment, well, I think it depends on the person. But for men, accomplishment entices our ego. And I think the ego isn't a bad thing to have. I think it's an essential tool for us to have, but it's not something for you to just throw it around. You got to have, you have to bring your ego with you, right? So that other men aren't, I don't know. Um, you know how we can be as men, competitive mm -hmm. in every regard. You want to have that ego with you so that you can check a man whenever he's trying to press upon you, right? Mm -hmm. It's to be wielded like a sword, you know. Almost like a concealed carried weapon, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you, you use it as needed. But you don't just throw it around. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, as a man, it's definitely necessary. The only only man or only being, so to speak, that I'm humble before is God. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anybody else outside of that can get it. Um, I definitely got an ego. <laughs> I think it's 50%. 50% legit, and I had to check my ego before I kept, kept it going. It's 50% legit, and then the other 50% is held on with trauma. But either way, I stand mm -hmm. behind it. Like, either, like e even if it's trauma, I'm standing on whatever I'm talking about. Like, so you're saying 50% of it is developed from trauma, and 50% of it is... It's me. Me, legit. You really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, break, like... Break down the trauma part, bro. Um, all right, so I'm probably going to have to break down both <laughs> to, do it, to get to the place, to get to the destination. So, um... Shoot. Dang. <laughs> break it down, bro. I'm trying try to break it down. So the, the trauma part, remember earlier in the episode, I'm I said, you know, I do other things I co to compensate. Okay. So the ego is me telling myself, um, you're good at this. You you better than that. Or you can accomplish this X, Y, and Z. And the first 50% that's actually me, that's true. But the majority of my, I'm not saying majority of my life, but majority of my interactions with other people or other areas in my life that aren't in my control is a reaction to the trauma. So if I'm not mm -hmm. in control, I'm probably reacting. Um, I'm letting my ego take, my trauma ego take control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm talking to Danny like, yo, let's go who? I initiated. So that's me being a hundred thousand percent confident. Yeah. If Danny's coming to me like, yo, I'm a who? Bro, I'm a smoking on that car, I'm good. That's my ego talking. My trauma ego. Like, I don't know if I know I would that ass. That's what I have. So, so I, don't, I don't know if I'll be successful, but it's my hope that the ego that comes from my trauma is going to be enough adrenaline to get me through whatever I'm trying to get through in that situation. So whether that's work, that's with a woman, whether that's with a friend, whether that's me being at the crib telling myself, oh, I can lift this weight or I can do all five of these things in this email at one time, I, I guess I'm going to find out. <laughs> but the ego is going to carry me. And so right now I'm working on acknowledging, okay, which ego is it? And if it is, either, either it doesn't matter which one it is, but is it justified? Like, why am I relying on ego? Like, do I even really want to do this? Or am I just boosting my head because I know I can do it? Or I'm boosting my head because I'm trying to avoid something else? So I'm working on that, but again, like I said, we're autonomous, so I'm just going, 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 so oftentimes I don't slow down and think about it. So now I'm currently working on slowing down and thinking about what's what and the why behind that to figure out if I actually need to do it or don't need to do it. And I'm also giving myself grace, okay? Because again, what's today? Thursday? 
I know X, Y, and Z Thursday. I may not think about what I'm doing in the moment, but tomorrow when I wake up, I can reflect. Yeah. So realizing that you don't have to always figure it out in that moment, and sometimes just being human. Try things. You you might regret it. Sure. You might make a mistake. Sure. But you gotta live. <laughs> so yeah. reflect on the next day. That's that's where I'm at with it, man. Yeah, that's a fact. I also think. Thanks. Can I just add? Yeah. 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 I also think. Uh, it's important to keep your ego in check. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you don't have you biting off way more than you can chew, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, uh, oh, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> you bite off more than you can chew, you know what I'm saying? You're choking on opportunity. So, yeah, keep that ego in I'm check. Don't tweet that. Bite off more than you can chew, you're choking on opportunity. So, <laughs> so like, got some, yeah, follow me on Twitter, yo. J underscore underscore Rhodes, R H O D E S. You know, black men deal with trauma by trying to get rich. If you like gems like that, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to chuck my opportunity, bro. <laughs> opportunity yeah. so precious. It don't come out like once every, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you, I think that ego is something that is a part of us. Yeah, for sure. I consider it. It's funny that you said that you sometimes think without thinking. I remember reading this book called The, the, the Difference Between, uh, or the, the Power Between Thinking Fast and Slow. Mm-hmm. And the author writes that we have two different systems of which we think intuitively and one more slow. Yeah. And we want to operate the, in the intuitive thought because it's easy and quick. And we shy away from the more slow and methodical approach to thinking. Just like life. Yeah. And I look at ego the same way as ego is our lower self, mm-hmm. whereas our true selves are our higher self, our conscience, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And especially in this age, social media, everything like that, it's so easy to be reminded of our lower self and operate in that lower self egotistical way. Um, And if you don't have something that can keep you grounded and level out and bring you back to your higher self, Mm -hmm. you're going to (laughs) self-destruct. So it's something going to level you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing that that, that, uh, I thought about while you're talking was when you meet somebody, like when somebody says like, oh, we have a vibe, da, da, da. usually it's something about you and that person, y'all operating on the same level, you're on the same wavelength. Y'all may be in a similar position in your careers, you may have a similar mindset, you may like similar things, so y'all vibrate at the same level. Yeah. And if you're with people who are constantly operating in ego, you're gonna constantly operate ego. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to wrap that up and say, raise your vibration, man. Yeah, me? Are you telling me to? No. Oh, like, that's what's so, why are you singling me out, man? Goodness gracious. <laughs> that's all I got. You got anything all right. <laughs> I just wanna say this is totally unrelated, just so you know. <laughs> Next time your ego tells you to stay on Call of Duty, <laughs> get off of Call of Duty, hop on 2K, because niggas got bit. <laughs> that's all I want to say. Your ego, that was your ego, brother. And I just want you to acknowledge that. Loyal. All right, little to <laughs> ego, got it. If you in the field with your squad and they need to shoot, are you gonna leave them? They they in gunfire. They need to shoot on the court, man. But, you know, it's like a duck, brother. Literally, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, appreciate you, man. man love, Thank man. you. I appreciate y'all for having me. I'm gonna release this one early, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> we have a schedule. Who who edited it? Or-